Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Great Lakes Football Talk. Before we get on with the episode, we just want to give a huge shout-out to all of our fans and listeners out there who continue to listen to us every single week. Uh, feel free to share our episodes with your family, your friends, your co-workers, just so we could get some more listeners, and we'll continue to put out some excellent shows for you guys. Welcome back. Today we're going to do a little something different. We're going to do a live draft here uh, through the Sleeper app. Uh, I'm going to pick pick six. Eric's going to pick seventh. Um, so every other round we're going to be right before each other and maybe sniping each other's picks. Uh, before we get into that, we do have a autographed 8x10 Le'Veon Bell picture that we are doing a free giveaway for. Uh, in order to win that picture, at the end of the show, uh, we'll recite both of our teams and whoever's team you like better you're going to message the fantasy football fraternity page with our tags and we'll just pick one lucky random winner uh adam or eric do you want to add anything to that no i'm excited not only is somebody going to win a free poster but i'm going to win this uh, mock draft against you so let's get it done oh some ballsy some ballsy words off the bat <laughs> All right, so again, I mentioned that this is live. Um, I'm picking six. Eric's picking seven. We started it off and won't get too much into the computer picks, um, but we'll run through it just so everybody has an idea of who was picked already. So one through five right now, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey, Melvin Gordon, and now I'm up at pick six. Um, This is a spot that I'm kind of hoping that it do get in my redraft leagues. Um, I'm hoping that it kind of goes the way that it's gone so far. I got two players that I am interested in. I could either go with uh, David Johnson, who I actually like over Melvin Gordon this year, or I could kick off the wide receivers and go with DeAndre Hopkins. I am going to go with David Johnson. I do think he has a bounce back year this year. He was running back number 10 last year, and uh, I think that he just gets better with the much improved offense of the Arizona Cardinals. And now, Eric, you're up for pick seven. Okay, and I was debating between the same two players. I, uh, you know, actually, you know, I do have Adams, I think right now, projected above Hopkins, but for the sake of this, I will go in order here with Hopkins. I'm going to take him. Hold on. How do I... And uh, start my team off with the best available player. All right, and that started a little bit of a run for wide receivers because Devontae Adams went next and then Julio Jones and then Michael Thomas. Back to the running backs, Joe Mixon, Le'Veon Bell finished off the first round. Juju starts off the second, James Conner, Odell Beckham Jr., Mike Evans after him, Delvin Cook right before you, and now you're up for your round two pick. Okay, so here I am, and I kind of told myself going into this that if Travis Kelsey fell to me, I was going to take him because last year, Travis Kelsey finished as the number seven wide receiver in scoring and at a position that is very scarce. There are not, I'm never going to get 
a guy in the later rounds that could possibly put up numbers that Travis Kelsey's going to put up as a tight end, but maybe in round five or six, I can put up, or I can get a receiver that will put up these top, you know, maybe top 10, top 15 numbers. That's a big difference. I'm going to take the positional scarcity. I'm going to take Travis Kelsey. And that's a good pick. And we actually, on the fantasy football fraternity page, uh, there's a huge, there's a post going on right now. And, and one of the, in quotes, bus targets this year was Travis Kelsey, and it's gotten a lot of comments about it, and uh, we've had to defend ourselves, but it's it's a good pick. Um, again, I, I believe he is going to be one of the top, if not the top tight end this year. I, I don't like it in the second round, um, but again, I'd love to have him on my team. Now it's back up to me. I already went with my, I got my running back in the first round. Uh, kind of glad that I didn't go DeAndre Hopkins, because that's really not not too many sexy names as far as the running back position goes in the second round here. Obviously, we're going to have to pick another two or three, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the Oakland Raiders' Antonio Brown here. I think Carr has a bounce-back year. Uh, Antonio Brown is going to be the main target there. And uh, so I got David Johnson and Antonio Brown kicking off my team. Damian Williams right, went right after. Todd Gurley after that. Uh, Nick Chubb, Adam Thielen, Keenan Allen finishes off the second round. Devonta Freeman, Marlon Mack, and Aaron Jones start off the third round with T.Y. Hill and A.J. Green after him, and now back up to me. Um, I, I did another piece. I don't know. Um, I might. I did another piece uh, on the Fantasy Football Fraternity about players that I do not want to do not want to touch this year, and I'm actually going to go with one of those guys right now. Uh, I'm going with Leonard Fournette. Was that your guy? That was definitely my guy. <laughs> So you're saying you did a piece that you didn't want to touch him and you're touching him? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I think he's like the next Ro- running back on the board. Yeah, like the reason I took Hopkins because you want to win. That's, <laughs> I didn't want anybody to knock me for taking Adams over Hopkins. Well, that leaves me in a bit of a spot. He was the, he was the clear tear break of running backs at this point. I like – I'm going to go ahead. I, you know, carry on Johnson and Josh Jacobs. I see both those guys. I, I do – I love carry on Johnson's upside, but I don't like the whole – I don't like C.J. Anderson being there. I do think that he's going to demand some work. And then Theo Riddick, maybe he gets cut, but if he doesn't, then he's demanding some of the passing game work. So that's just a split altogether. I think carry on Johnson's super talented. But I think Josh Jacobs gets all the opportunities in Oakland all alone, and I do think they're going to have an upside offense this year, even though a lot of people don't. I'm taking Josh Jacobs as my first running back. It's a good running back to go. Former Oakland Raider Amari Cooper, uh, now of Dallas, went right after you. on Johnson went right after that. I was kind of hoping he slipped back down to me. Julian Edelman, our first quarterback, is taken at Patrick Mahomes at 311. Derrick Henry finishes off the third. Uh, that guy went back-to-back running backs with Mark Ingram in the fourth. And then we get Zach Ertz, Philip Lindsay, and George Kittle kind of kind of knocking out those top three tight ends there with you taking Kelsey. Brandon Cooks went right after that, and now you're up again for your fourth-round pick. And my pick was basically made for me. I wanted to go with another running back here, but Stephon Diggs somehow fell to me in the middle of the fourth round, and that's a no-brainer for me. I'm taking Stephon Diggs. All right. I do like my running back situation so far. None of them really stick out to me at the moment. Montgomery is the top one on the list. Uh, Tyreek Hill is the top player overall on the list right now. What We don't know what his uh, status is so far, how long he's going to be out. 
Um, if I don't take him here, he's probably going to be gone before my next pick, but I'm not really too worried about that. I think I'm going to go down a couple players here, and I'm going to go with uh, – it's honestly between Robert Woods and Kenny Galladay for me. I think I'm going to go Robert Woods. I think that the L.A. Rams offense is going to be top-notch again this year, um, and I don't, I don't really mind having Robert Woods as my wide receiver too right now. That's a great pick. Appreciate it. Not as it. good as Stefan Diggs, but it's, it's a good pick. From the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Galladay went right after me. Calvin Ridley, Cooper Cup, uh, Robert Woods' teammate. Another quarterback went Aaron Rodgers. Tyreek Hill, as I predicted, went uh, before me. Next pick, he finished off the fourth round. Chris Carson, David Montgomery goes in the fifth round. Andrew Luck, so starting to see a couple quarterbacks come off the board. Way too early for me, though. Sonny Michelle and James White, back-to-back New England running backs go. Uh, so now on to my fifth round pick. Um, got my got two running backs, two wide receivers. Uh, so this is a tough one. Um, I really don't know who I want to go. Can I go? Can I snipe your guy that that I know for sure that you want? Definitely an option. We've talked about a him a couple of times. Yeah, but. Uh, there's one name that kind of sticks out. Um, I think I'm actually going to go. I'm going to get me another running back here, and I'm going to go with uh, with Kenyon Drake. He's really the only option there in Miami. They're they're not going to have a good offense at all. Um, might come back to bite me in the ass, but I think that Kenyon Drake does have. He's got at least one more year to kind of show that he's he's the main guy there in Miami. So I am looking at what's on the board, and there are not any running backs that excite me to the point that Mike Williams does. He is my, I have him way up on my board. I might have, I think I have him at 15 or 16th overall wide receiver, which is high for anybody, but I'm a believer. I think he takes a huge step forward this year. So I'm going to take him and uh, have him round out my receiving core and let it go. And after me, it was Lockett, Landry, Godwin, Cohen, which is who I was actually debating between. Deshaun Watson goes, Alshon Jeffrey, Sammy Watkins, Darius Geist, Tevin Coleman, and Baker Mayfield, and then it's back up to me. And I uh, am going to go ahead and grab good old reliable RB2 uh, right now, and it's around because, I mean, I've got stud receivers. DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, Mike Williams, Josh Jacobs will be a – uh, at least a low-end RB1, and then Travis Kelsey is just going to kill it on my tight end spot. So I'm going to grab a guy that's going to just give me some points, and it's uh, Lamar Miller. Not exciting, but he will do what I need him to do. Lamar Miller, round six. And that is actually who I was thinking about there. Um, just looking down at the running backs here, it is not it is not looking good at all. There's, I mean, I could probably wait another round or two and still grab some some of the quality that's there right now. So I'm basically just going to pick for pick for depth and pick for guys that are going to end up probably playing uh, multiple weeks here. Um, got a couple of tight ends at the top of the board, O.J. Howard and Hunter Henry. Tyler Boyd's the next wide receiver. Um, I don't know what I feel about that Cincinnati offense, so I might stay away from him. I think I'm going to go with uh, – I think I'm going to go with O.J. Howard here. A little early for a tight end. Um, outside of the top three, but I like the potential there. I like Jameis Winston this year, as we talked about. So I'm going to go with O.J. Howard there. I think it's a great pick. I think he's got as much upside as, you know, those second. That sec- after Kent Kelsey, there's Kittle and and Ertz, and I think he's got he's got a chance to 
to grab up, you know, jump into that spot, into those top three guys. It's the next like group of tight ends is all kind of bunched together, and, and a couple of them actually went right after me. Uh, Matt Ryan immediately after, but then Hunter Henry, Jared Cook, Tyler Boyd, Robbie Anderson finished off the sixth round. DJ Moore, Evan Ingram, another one of those tight ends. Uh, Dante Pettis, Drew Brees, and then Kareem Hunt. But right after me, three three tight ends, two of which I was looking for, uh, went right after me. So so good good that I went with O.J. Howard there. Now back up to me um, here in the seventh round. Again, kind of still in that same situation. None of those running backs that I was looking at really left yet, so probably still have some time on them. I know last week's episode, we, we talked a little bit about Lamar uh, Latavius Murray. He's still there. I do like his opportunity there. Um, I like Christian Kirk's opportunity still in Arizona, but going with David Johnson, I don't really know if I want two Cardinals here, especially with the offense that they were on last year. You know what? I think I'm going to go Latavius Murray here. I think he has an opportunity to do kind of what Mark Ingram did in New Orleans last year. Uh that makes me unhappy. You were looking at him? Yeah, he was going to be <laughs> my RB3. He's your RB4. Ugh, I don't blame you, though. I'd have taken him, too, obviously. Well, that leaves me with another guy that I have upside hopes for. He's one of my sleepers. Um, again, my wide receiving core is pretty much set, locked, and loaded every week with the three guys I got. So I'm going to kind of stack up some running backs here. I'm going to take Rashad Penny, who I think has the opportunity to score just as many, if not more points than Chris Carson this year, regardless of health. And if Chris Carson goes down, I think he's a easy RB one candidate. So Rashad Penny is my pick. He is. And he's being slept on a lot this year. Um, I think that Chris Carson last year is, is kind of scaring people away from Penny, but we got to remember Rashad Penny is a first round pick. Uh, I think we did talk about him on our sleeper episode, but definitely uh definitely good pick there. I do like it. As an RB, as your third running back, I mean, I'm sure you would have rather had Latavius Murray, but Penny's definitely a good pick there. Uh, after Penny, Eric Ebron went, Carson Wentz, uh, Daryl Henderson. I was kind of eyeing him up. Um, Allen Robinson, Christian Kirk, and then going into the eighth round, we had Will Fuller, and then a run on running backs here, uh, Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, Ronald Jones, who I think has a big year in Tampa Bay, and then Lachelle McCoy. And then you're up for your eighth-round pick. Um, who are you going here? Yeah, I wanted Ronald Jones. I think that he's got a good opportunity there with with Arians in that offense. I think that, you know, Todd Gurley, his second year, sophomore season, he was the worst running back in football. And, you know, they get a good coach in there, and all of a sudden he's the greatest thing that there, there has been over the last couple of years. And uh, I think Ronald Jones has that opportunity. I don't think he's as good as Todd Gurley, but I do think he has that bounce back kind of potential. Um, one guy I am looking at here is Russell Wilson. I think in the eighth round, that's actually a pretty good spot to grab him. And looking at everybody else, they just don't excite me. I am going to grab Russell Wilson. I'm going to round out my team here and grab my last starter. Um, I'm happy with him. He's he's going to be who he is, and I mean, you know, he's not. I don't. I don't think he's going to has the potential for a number one quarterback, but he's going to be a top ten guy, and I'm happy with that here. He's definitely going to get you points. He's definitely going to be a guy that's going to help you win some games. 
it looks like there's a couple of teams here that don't have a quarterback, me being one of them. Um, but the way that the computer's set up, they're probably going to be grabbing one soon. So I'll probably be the last guy to take a quarterback, and it's still not going to be right now. There's a couple of guys I've been looking at. Uh, one guy I've been picking up in a couple of real drafts that we've done already. Um, more dynasty drafts because it is Nikhil Harry. And then I also like Royce Freeman this year. I think he takes a little bit more of the Denver load this year. Um, I think, yeah, I'm going to go Royce here. I know I got a plethora of running backs here, but you could never have too many. So Royce Freeman, welcome to welcome to the team that's going to win. <laughs> Vance McDonald goes next. Austin Eckler, Sterling Shepard. The first defense comes off the board in the Chicago Bears. My boy Nikhil Harry went uh, end of the eighth round. Cam Newton goes to one of those teams that didn't have a quarterback, so now there's only two of us left. Jarek McKinnon, DK Metcalf, Larry Fitzgerald, and David Njoku. Back to me now. Uh, none of these quarterbacks are really hit or are really going to break out for me right now, so I'm still going to stay away from that position. There's still a couple later ones that I have my eye on. Um, I'm actually going to go with a guy that we talked about last week and one of the sleepers, and that's Marvin Jones. I love him here at, where am I right now, 9.6, so that is definitely good value there. I love it, and a good reason for you to pass up on Galladay earlier because we talked about it before. If they're both healthy, there's you know, there's no reason to think that they're both not going to be the same guy at the end of the year, and you got him five rounds later. So I love that pick. Uh, if I'd have known Kyler Murray was going to fall back to me here, I would not have taken Russell Wilson, but – that's in the past. Can't change all that now. So I'm debating between two guys. And since uh, I'm going to pick before you, I can state both of them. I'm a, I am going to take Deontay Foreman right now to back up Lamar Miller. I feel like I'll lock up that RB2 no matter what on my team. And uh, But I am debating between him and Carlos Hyde. I'm hoping Carlos Hyde falls back to me. I honestly think Carlos Hyde has a legitimate shot to win out that job from Damian Williams. Not to mention Damian Williams is very injury prone. So I hope he comes back to me because I will snatch him right up if he does. And we're watching it go. We're watching it go. And he goes one pick, two picks before me. So uh, that's rough. Uh, before you get into <laughs> yeah, that is I it looked it looked promising until uh until that two picks before you. Uh just a recap. Uh after Foreman went, uh Geronimo Allison went. Right after you, Kyler Murray. Um, so a guy picking up two quarterbacks here. He He's the same guy that had Carson Wentz. Took Kyler Murray. Corey Davis, who I'm seeing a lot of hype on different fantasy groups. I don't know what you feel about Corey Davis. We could get back to that. Jared Goff uh, went to the team that has Patrick Mahomes. So there's still two two teams without a quarterback right now. Golden Tate finishes off the ninth round. Our next defense goes Jacksonville Jaguars. Jalen Samuels goes um, Nicole Hardman. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his first name right. Wide receiver for the Chiefs. Carlos Hyde, the guy you were looking for, went two picks before you. Edo Smith went right one pick before you. And then now it's up to you. Okay. I'm going to take a guy. He's been growing on me. I uh, I, I kind of wanted to fade him at the beginning because, I, you know, he's a little bit injury prone, and I'm not quite sure of him being the third option. But maybe he will be the second option. And uh, But the Texans, I mean, I already uh, – now I just talked myself out of it because I do already have DeAndre Hopkins. So I wanted to take Kiki QT, but I am going to fade him now because I just realized I have Hopkins. So I'm going to go down the board a little bit here. And at this point in the draft, I don't care about ADP um, to a point. I'm just going to take who I like. 
And I am cruising down the board here. I see Marcus Valdez-Scantling on the board. I do like him. I think that he has a clear opportunity to be the number two in Green Bay, which if he is the number two all year and stays healthy, he will be a top 30 guy. I'm going to take him, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, with my 10th pick. And that's a great pick. There's a lot of news going on around, a lot of tweets that I've been seeing, a lot of different stuff going on in different fancy groups about how he's getting a lot of the – a lot of the uh, number two work, how he's getting a lot of the playbook cater to him. So uh, I know a lot of it's just camp talk and, and trying to hype guys up, but um, he's definitely shown that he has a little bit of chemistry with Rodgers, so that's a great pick there. I think I'm going to take my quarterback now, and it's in the same spot that I've seen this guy go in many mock drafts, and you know exactly who it is. It's James Winston. <laughs> I'm going to stack him with my tight end. And I uh, finally got my quarterback, and surprisingly I'm not the last one to take a, or a quarterback after me dd westbrook goes emmanuel sanders right after that and then a pair of tight ends austin hooper tj hawkinson philip rivers finishes off the 10th round and then starting to get a little bit of defenses here the la rams and then Cortland sutton deshaun jackson baltimore ravens so we got four defenses off the board tom brady and then it's back up to me so now i pretty much have Every position covered, got my starting quarterback, got a little bit of depth at wide receiver, a little bit of depth at running back. A um, little weak on the wide receiver, though. I know I got fairly strong wide receivers, but the amount of wide receivers I have isn't too much. So I'm going to go wide receiver here. I do like the situation that that James Washington is in this year with Antonio Brown gone. Juju kind of probably taking away a lot of the uh, double coverage there. So... Uh, Washington going into his second year. I like him there. I'm taking him here in the 11th round. Okay. And miraculously, Kiki QT made it back to me here. And, oh, man, what value that is. But, once again, I can't play him. Hopkins never misses time, and I'm not going to play him together. And my wide receivers are so strong outside of Hopkins anyway. So, I'm going to jump on. This is a guy I haven't been drafting often, but... As far as I'm concerned, you know, guys, we've talked about it before. I don't see him – I mean, I see the talent level, but I don't see him coming in and just being as healthy as people think he's going to be. I know that it's a year removed from that injury, but I've heard rumors that he's not as healthy as he should be coming off that injury, so maybe it was a little bad of, worse of a tear than people think. I'm going to go with old reliable. I'm going to take Adrian Peterson if guys doesn't – you know, start the year as the guy, then Adrian Peterson will. And if I get three, four weeks out of my fifth drafted running back, uh, you know, as the number one in that team, I'm, I'm happy with that. And right after you, uh, Kiki QT finally goes. Um, Doug Baldwin goes after that. I know this is uh, it's a computer automated for the other 10 picks, so that's kind of interesting to see there. The Chargers and the Browns, back-to-back defenses. Isaiah Crowell. After that, finishes off the 11th. Starting off the 12th, we've got Big Ben, Peyton Barber, who is that's, – that's really good for the 12th round. He still has starting potential there out in Tampa Bay. We don't know what we have in Ron Jones yet, so to get Peyton Barber in the 12th round is really good. Jay Ajayi, another guy who's not on a team right now, um, but he, unlike Doug Baldwin, he possibly could find his way onto a team during camp. Curtis Samuel and then Dak Prescott right before you, so now you're here for your 12th round pick. And I'm going to take, you know, I, Devin Singletary's on the board, who I'm excited about. I think he's pretty good. But I do think he's going to have to kind of wade through 
I don't know about McCoy's situation. I don't know if they're going to end up cutting him or trading him, but Frank Gore's there. He is overliable. He doesn't get hurt, even though he should at 114 years old or whatever he is. And But I'm going to go with a guy that I think, no matter what, I can plug and play at running back, say some of this other stuff doesn't work out. And that's going to be Naheem Hines. This is PPR. He's going to, you know, he's talking about getting 1,000 yards. I don't know about all that. But if he catches 60 passes this year, he's a guy I can plug in on uh, bye weeks. And maybe he has the upside to do that 1,000 yards, and then he's a valuable trade piece. I'm going to take Naheem Hines. And I love that in the Colts offense. I, I do like Marlon Mack a lot this year, too. Um, if he's in the right spot for me, uh, late second, early third, I'm definitely looking at him. But I do like Hines late. Uh, especially in a passing offense. Now up to me, there's a, quite a few running backs that I do have my eyes on. Um, I don't know if I exactly want to cuff any of my guys yet. I definitely want to cuff, and I don't want to give it away, but I definitely want to cuff Fournette. I don't think I need to take him right now, though. Um, I am going to take a guy that I am really high on this year, and I've talked about him on multiple podcasts. I've written a couple articles about him on the fantasy page, and I'm going to add some more depth to my wide receivers and that's Devin Funches with Andrew Luck. Oh yeah. You love it. You love Devin Funches. And a couple of those running backs that I was looking at just went back to back to back right after me. We'll get to that in just a minute. All right. So back up to me again. So those running backs, I was looking at Singletary just like you were. I was also looking at Alexander Madison. I do like his situation too. Uh, Delvin Cook hasn't really been exactly healthy his career so far. So I think Madison has every opportunity in the world to either kind of help out Delvin Cook with uh, alleviating some touches from him or just coming in and playing if Cook does get injured again. And then Damian Harris he's, was another one. He's just not good. That, that's my old problem with that. I, just, I don't like Alexander Madison. I don't think he's very good. People are high on him because Cook's injury prone, but that's like the only reason that people should be high on him is that Cook's injury prone. I don't think he's very good. I don't think he's going to come in and do many things. I think – he will be a disappointment to most people. That's my take on Madison for the record. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense. I I do a lot, Most of the reason why I do like him is because Cook is injury prone, but I, I think that he can definitely handle it, uh, handles load in the NFL. I mean, we'll probably get a chance to see it when Cook does get injured. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't, but, um, I mean, it's almost inevitable that's going to happen. So um, after that, after Damian Harris, we got Paris Campbell. And Anthony Miller. And then starting off the 13th round, another guy that is currently not on a team right now, but people do have hopes that he does come back, and that's tight end Rob Gronkowski. Uh, then we got Jimmy Garoppolo, Dante Moncrief in his new home in Pittsburgh, Josh Allen, who I think has a, a decent year. Maybe not fantasy worthy, but we'll see. And then the Minnesota Vikings defense. Uh, back up to me for the 13th round. Now, are we doing kickers and defenses, or are you just drafting all the way through? Let's skip them. Nobody cares. All right, so we're skipping kickers and defenses. So just adding, just adding depth here. Um, I'm really not too worried about a second quarterback, so I don't think I'm going to go that way. Uh, Tyrell Williams is the next wide receiver on the board, but I really don't. I'm not. I don't really need to cuff Antonio Brown. That's not really a thing to me. I don't really cuff wide receivers. Um, I do like Deshaun Hamilton's uh, opportunity there in Denver, especially if Emmanuel Sanders is, isn't what he used to be and he misses some time. Yeah, I think we're going to go with Deshaun Hamilton here. Um, I definitely still need to get another running back or two, uh, but Hamilton, welcome to the bomb squad. Okay. 
So this is my time to take my guy. I was worried I was going to take him last time, but I thought he might fall back to me, and he did. I'm, I'm going to go on record right now. Hashtag Packrat at the Fantasy Football Fraternity says draft Justice Hill in all your drafts this year. I think Justice Hill is going to be a bomb. I think he's, you know, I think he has Kamara, Kamara abilities, and I think that he is the clear-cut most talented back in that backfield. Better than Ingram, better than Dixon, better than Fat, what's his name? Uh, what's the Edwards. other guy there? Yeah, yeah, Gus, Gus Bus. He's better than <laughs> all those guys. He's He's – amazingly explosive for a smaller back. He can handle a workload. He's done it all through college. I love justice Hill. He's my guy this year and I'm taking him in the 13th round. And I absolutely love that pick. I think that I don't know if I'm as high on him as you are, but I do. I love his situation. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens are going to try to run the ball. And I don't think Ingram going on 30 years old is going to be able to handle all the load. He really didn't have to handle all the load in New Orleans the past couple of years with Kamara there. Um, I don't think he's going to need to handle, or I don't think he's going to be able to handle all the load there in Baltimore. Uh, so Justice Hill has every opportunity in the world to be fantasy relevant and getting him in the 13th round is an absolute steal. Right after you, Darwin Thompson. Uh, we got a kicker off the board, Sebastian Janikowski, Delaney Walker, Greg Olson, Kyle Rudolph. And then uh, because it's computer generated, couple kickers and defenses. We got Will Lutz, Justin Tucker, Kami Fairburn, uh, Philadelphia Eagles defense, and Houston Texans defense. So we're probably going to see a bunch of kickers and defenses go um, between our next two picks, but uh, back up to you again. Okay. I've got a, a couple options here. I think I know who you're going for, at least with one of the two picks for me. I've been looking down the list here, and you got a guy. Uh but I really like Chris Thompson. I think, yeah, I mean, he, the guy is amazing when he's on the field. The problem is, is he can't stay on the field. So, but I mean, uh, I have Adrian Peterson. I get Chris Thompson. If Darius Geis doesn't play or is hampered or whatever, then I own two of the more relevant pieces of the Washington backfield. Bryce Love is there, but I think between Adrian Peterson, Bryce Love, or I mean, between Adrian Peterson, Darius Geis, and, uh, Thompson, that's most of the workload. I am going to take Thompson. He's another guy. If he's healthy, I can plug him in on a bye week or whatever. He's going to catch a bunch of passes. He's explosive. He can score any time. That'll be my pick. Chris Thompson, Washington Redskins. Good PPR pick there. Uh, I'm oh. going to go with – I think you I think you were guessing who I was going to go with. And I'm not even sure if he's the 100% cuff, direct cuff to Leonard Fournette, uh, but I've been picking him a lot in a lot of later leagues. Uh, or in a lot of later rounds in a bunch of mock drafts and regular drafts, and that's Ryqual Armstead, the rookie running back for Jacksonville. Uh, and as we guessed, a couple kickers, a couple defenses. We got Zerline, Guskowski, the Colts, Butker, Elliott. Um, and then the 15th round is bringing a couple more skill positions back. Malcolm Brown, Tyrell Williams, another kicker, Tavecchio. Uh, Gio Bernard, Kalen Bellage, who I, another guy that I was actually targeting to kind of cuff my uh, Kenny and Drake. Uh, but now it's back up to me. I got a really nobody that I'm uh, targeting here. I mean, at this point, you're kind of getting into players that are probably you're going to be dropping for uh, for your kickers and defenses before week one. Um, not really 100% sold on my tight end situation, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about another tight end right now. So I'm really looking at running backs and wide receivers. Um, I mean. 
Deion Lewis is still up there, but I, I don't really, not a huge fan of Tennessee. I don't really think that they're going to have a lot of fantasy relevance, relevancy there. Uh, plus, uh, Henry's been gone for a long time now. C.J. Anderson is there available. I, I'm not too high on that. I think I'm going to go ahead and just go, I'm going to make a uh, homer pick here, and I'm just going to go with Robert Foster. I like I like his situation here in Buffalo. Um I think that he, him and Josh Allen showed a little bit of chemistry last year, and I mean, if if everything uh, if everything works out, he can he can definitely end up being the number one receiver here in in Buffalo. So Robert Foster, wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I I, I believe it. The guy I thought you were going to target was Devontae Parker. He's still on the board. I thought I know he's your guy with the asterisks of Fitzpatrick starting, but you wouldn't figure that out before week one, so you could have. Uh, made your cuts accordingly um i want the record to show i i drafted chris thompson and apparently i took a wide receiver chris thompson the running back is still on the board i find him down the list a little bit i don't even know there was such thing as a chris thompson wide receiver so let the record reflect are you changing it yeah i'm gonna go fix it right now for you oh well we'll be darned there you go the man look at that all right well here i am back up now I'm looking at Chris Thompson, the wide receiver. No, I'm kidding. I'm not looking <laughs> at him. Uh, I'm going to go down the board a little bit. So there's some upside guys. Um, I've been stacking running backs here. I only have four receivers. But since I took those top three guys, you know, I, I don't – they're not injury prone. I, I, I really feel I'm just going to play those guys, and I'll play Valdez Scantling when I need to. Um, and I always have all these running backs for my flex spot. So I'm not going to – I'm not going to – divert here I, I i'm going to still take the guy that i still i think has the most upside which is matt breda in the 15th round i mean we don't know how that that backfield is going to you know work itself out i do think that the other two are more likely candidates to be the lead guy but breda was awesome last year when he had the opportunities even hurt he'd come in and he was he was good man he's fast he recorded the fastest time of any running or any position last year running the ball but I do have the the statistics they do. I can't remember what they're called, but he recorded the fastest time running on the field last year of any position whatsoever, which is pretty amazing as a running back. And uh, I like him. He's explosive. He's, he's, you know, 15th round, you can't go wrong. So that's who I'm taking. Yeah, there's, I mean, even though they went out and got Tevin Coleman this year, it's still kind of a cluster there in the San Francisco backfield. So um, I think there's three of them that are there that have any – all of them have an opportunity to start. I think Coleman's probably going to be at the top of the depth chart going into camp and, and into the beginning of the season. But uh, between Breda and McKinnon, too, uh, McKinnon coming off that injury from last year where I don't think he played – he didn't play into the regular season at all, did he? No. No. So, yeah, he's still he's still there. I mean, one of them could end up maybe being a camp casualty, not even making the final roster. But, um, I mean, to grab a potential starter in the 15th round, that's an awesome pick there. Uh, and then to finish off the draft, we got Forbath, another kicker, Deion Lewis, Kirk Cousins, A.J. Brown, rookie wide receiver in Tennessee. I, I like that pick a lot. And then Jimmy Graham is Mr. Relevant, uh, the Green Bay Packers. I think he has a resurgence there, um, at least gets another one or two good years with Aaron Rodgers. So a couple guys that are still on the list that potentially could be gone in regular drafts and, and as we get closer to the regular 
as we get closer to the real draft season, uh, Mitch Trubisky's up there. One of the guys on our page is a huge Mitch Trubisky truther. He's got about two hundred hours in bets with the guys on the page, and and yeah, I mean he's he's a good player, but I don't think he's as good as uh, what that guy thinks. Yeah, um, I'm how- on the other side of most of those bets, and I want <laughs> I want to, I want the record to show that he didn't even get drafted. Let's yeah. let's let the record reflect. So one of you, yeah, that that's very true. And and a couple of these teams did take multiple quarterbacks too. So out of, I like uh, Ryan, man. I like battling with him. He's 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 a good cat. He's fun to debate with. He's definitely he fun is. to talk to. Um, couple couple Ravens here, Hollywood Brown and Lamar Jackson. So I mean, not to not to take anything away from Mitch Trubisky. I mean, Lamar Jackson, who potentially could be a good fantasy quarterback. I don't like him as a quarterback, but. Um, Let's let's capitalize the word fantasy. He's he's sure. still there. Um, Quincy Anunua, the wide receiver for the Jets. I mean, I don't think any wide receivers for the Jets were taken at all. Robbie Anderson. Uh, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Robbie Anderson was drafted. Andy Isabella, who is probably going to be playing in the slot for for Arizona again. We don't know how their uh, how their offense is going to look this year. Uh, my guy Devonte Parker. So some good names still out there. Some good names on the waiver wire. Obviously, if we were going into a league with these rosters, we're going to have to pick up a kicker and a defense. Um, the Cowboys defense. I was listening to a pod the other day, and and they actually play. They got three favorable matches just to start off the season. So, um, and they're not. That's a defense that's really not being drafted too much. So. They open up at home against the Giants, and then they go to Washington, and then they come back home against the Dolphins. So if you're just looking for a streamy defense for three weeks, the Dallas Cowboys defense is the way to go. I'll be drafting a bunch of Dallas defense come August. And then week four, they play the Saints, so you're probably going to want to drop them by then. But for the first three weeks, you just plug them in and and don't even have to touch it at all. It's a lovely thing. So – Overall, it was a great draft. I definitely like this team. We're going to be uh, screenshotting this and putting it into the group chat and kind of seeing who who owns the bragging rights. But that gets us to our contest. Um, so just to run down the team, I'll run down mine. You run down yours. Uh, we'll give our hashtags here. And then basically, you don't even have to – you just have to tell us whose team you think is better, and you're automatically entered in to win that Le'Veon Bell poster. It's an 8 by 10 comes with a certificate of authenticity, um, so here's my team. I am action boss and you can spell it any way you want. We'll know exactly who it is. Uh, but my team is David Johnson, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, Robert Woods, Kenyon Drake, OJ Howard, Latavius Murray, Royce Freeman, Marvin Jones, Jameis Winston, James Washington, Devin Funches, Deshaun Hamilton, Raquel Armstead, Robert Foster did not draft a kicker, did not draft a defense. Yeah, I like it, man. I, I, I got to say I'm a little worried, especially since when I know I know when I'm analyzing teams that are mock drafted, the first thing I look at is the running backs, and your running backs blow mine out of the water. But I got a bunch of upside guys, and I hope that the Travis Kelsey and three, running, three wide receiver stack I got going pulls me ahead. But uh, I am hashtag pack rat, and uh, if you want to vote for my team, it's DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey. Josh Jacobs, Stephon Diggs, Mike Williams, Lamar Miller, Rashad Penny, Russell Wilson, Dante Foreman, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Adrian Peterson, Naheem Hines, Justice Hill, Chris Thompson, and Matt Breida. And uh, yeah. so should they – so they do they private message the page, Fantasy Football Fraternity on Facebook to, to enter, or do they go into a post, or what, what do they do there, Jerry? 
Yeah, let's uh, – so private message the page, the Fantasy Football Fraternity page. Uh, that way we have separate messages from everybody. It's easier to keep track of um, enter you into the contest. We'll do it randomly. One one random person is going to win. And, again, it's 100% free. Shipping is free. Uh, so just message us. Again, Action Boss is one. Pack Rat is the other. Um, Action Boss is David Johnson's team. Pack Rat is DeAndre Hopkins' team. Um, just touching on your team, though, I like it a lot. Your, yeah, your running backs are a little bit behind, but I do love – I mean, you're, you're going in there and starting Hopkins, Kelsey, Jacobs, Stefan Diggs, Mike Williams, and Russell Wilson on a weekly basis. Your RB2, not a huge fan of Lamar Miller, even though he's – He's kind of been shutting up haters for the past couple of years there in Houston. Um, but, I mean, the six players that I mentioned that you're going to have on a consistent every week basis aside from bye weeks is just, I mean, that's, I'd love to go into a season with those, with those players. Don't forget about Justice Hill. Oh, yeah. Number Justice one running back on the Ravens. <laughs> the, how did I forget about your 13th round player? <laughs> no, it's, a, it's overall, it is a good squad. Um, again, I don't want to keep on, uh, keep on beating a dead horse here, but let's let's private message the page, Fantasy Football Fraternity, give us our hashtags. All you have, that's all you have to do is just give us the hashtag. You'll be entered in to win. Um, speaking of Fantasy Football Fraternity, we got a lot of big things going on, getting closer to draft season. It's getting closer to, uh, closer to training camp season. I know a couple of the guys are going to be going to their own personal teams training camps. It's going to be fun. I know I have a day set aside where I'm going to be going to uh, – it's an hour and a half away from me in Rochester and going to watch the Bills practice. Um, it's just going to be nice. Hopefully we get a nice day. And, and do you have anything planned for going to see your team go? No, I live a distance away from my team, so I, I, I don't I don't plan on going. But, um, you know, I will be paying attention, and we're building our draft guide. And uh, I'm going to be pounding out Rakens and and ready to give any advice given on uh, fantasy football fraternity. Come see us. Yeah, the draft guide is going to be huge. We've touched on that a couple pods in a row now. Uh, we are currently doing the rankings right now. We've ranked 35 quarterbacks. We've ranked 60 running backs. We're working on the 60 wide receivers this week. We're going to get into the tight ends. Unfortunately for you, we're going to have to get into kickers and defenses because they are still part of the league. And um, oh. <laughs> I mean, they they bring some points. I mean, you could get a twenty point game from Matt Prater and win your week. Yeah, that's the problem. I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me another flex. I I agree with you there. Um, yeah, I want another flex. I want another flex for a kicker. And honestly, I'm I'm all for the you know people don't want to do IDP. I get that, but one individual defensive player as opposed to a defense itself, you know, everybody drafts one defense. Everybody knows one defensive player, even the, you know, the lesser of fantasy followers, they know at least one defensive player that puts up good stats and draft it one player, you know, and that's, I think that's better than a defense. Defenses are so, the problem with kickers defenses is they're so sporadic from year to year. Everything changes. You never know what's week to week, year to year. And I just, I hate it that, that, it's hard to analyze and it's hard to predict that, you know, I, I want to be able to put my knowledge into my game and you know, that's, that's my reasoning. Defense is less kickers. Get them out of here. <laughs> we'll talk about it more in another pod. Cause I actually have a uh, interesting question to ask you about defensive scoring, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Um, so again, sign up or not sign up, but 
check us out for the contest, message the page. And even if you don't want to enter the contest, still follow the page. We put out a lot of good advice out there. Uh, come closer to the season. We do. We got your weekly waiver wire. We got your Sunday morning start sit. We got your injury report that posts before a lot of other, uh, a lot of other fantasy sites post. We got, we got about 10 guys that are working basically all season long and just trying to put out the best content that we can. Uh, so fantasy football fraternity, follow us there. And um, that's it. I mean, that, that, it's going to be a quick show. It was a quick show. It was a good draft and, and let's get this posted out there for you guys.